so much to talk about when it comes to cannabis. So let's shift our attention straight to the cannabis sector with Paul Murray, president and founder of PTM Wealth Management. Paul, thanks so much for being with us. We have the decriminalization of cannabis that's happening in Washington, the Safe Banking Act that has uh, caught the attention of investors. You have more and more states now making also recreational use legal. For example, tomorrow in New Jersey, it's on full force. What are your thoughts on what's going on here and the growth potential? Well, it's great to be with you again, Nicole, and uh, happy 420 to you. Um, there's great potential, perhaps, in this space of cannabis, but it's been really, really difficult for investors over the last couple of years. I mean, most of the stocks and exchange-traded funds in the sector are down 80% because primarily the United States Senate is very unlikely to support the actions of the U.S. Congress. I happen to live in a state, Pennsylvania, that is actually acting pretty progressively, which is sort of unusual for the state of Pennsylvania in that they just passed a bipartisan state Senate um, uh, bill that would allow marijuana companies to, to do business with insurance companies and banks, which is really the biggest problem for the entire sector. I mean, can you possibly think of another sector of the economy in which you have an illegality on a federal level, but there's 38 states that have approved it for for legal use on some level um, and, and there's this real there's this real disconnect if you will and and really it's being held up uh, by the uh, US Senate at this point so at this point now I think you make a great point about investors because um, I know people that have left their jobs put all their money into cannabis years ago while their spouses are waiting very patiently saying, when are you gonna be making money on this because you stopped the world to invest in this and it's not happening. Um, are you a believer in investing in this group and how so? I mean, there's ETFs, for example, today is 420, which is cannabis day. And um, there are ETFs, there's even a new one today called Weed. Tell me how you would get involved with this group and when. Gosh, well, um, if you got into this group a couple of years ago, you pretty much lost 80% of your initial investment. And, and that right. includes investors like, investors like Constellation Brands and Altria, both of whom have big, big uh, investments in, in major uh, marijuana businesses, if you will. But the exchange traded funds are probably the best way to get into this space because we really don't know who the winners and the losers will be. And in fact, there's really no you know, trading on the US stock exchanges of US based companies at this point. They're all Canadian companies. So it, you'd be a very early entrant into this space if you were to buy now, but perhaps for investors, you could be rewarded. Mm. So that being said, you have some ETFs you like, and you you actually were looking at names like Kronos and, and Tilray. I mean, I'm looking at a chart of, of Kronos, to your point, um, just in one year, it's down about 60%. Yeah, it's it's been so really, So maybe really now is the time sledding. to get in. I mean, is that the point? I think that, you know, the chart doesn't seem to suggest that there's any bottom in sight. I mean, there's there's no bottom forming if you're a chartist. But, um, you know, whether you're looking at Kronos or you're looking at Canopy Growth, which is 36 percent owned by Constellation Brands, one of the largest spirits 
you know, uh, a distributor on planet Earth. Um, you know, these are viable companies. And you've got, you know, THCX is a great symbol for an ETF. YOLO, another great symbol for an ETF. MJ. These are ways that you can really right. diversify your holdings and dip your toe into the water um, of what is likely to become a pretty big business going forward. There's different ways to get involved uh, with these cannabis stocks, right? I mean, you don't have to just straight out buy the names that are the biggest, the ones we know the best, or the ones that have the Canada relation. I've heard so many people talk about other ways to do this. Well, there's a lot of direct investment uh, for accredited investors. Uh, we noticed that in the state of Pennsylvania here where, you know, there was a lot of um, accredited investors who kind of came forth and, and bought growers or, uh, or you know, uh, dispensaries or what have you and, and you know, almost in a, um, in a group manner, if you will. Um, but investors should be interested. You know, when you look at estimates, this was a $13 billion industry in 2020. It's going to be a $33.5 billion industry in 2025. You know, New Jersey coming on, as well as other states to do uh, retail uh, marijuana sales. I, I think this is just, again, an opportunity to get in on the ground floor, but there's so much uncertainty. Take Altria, for example. We all know they sell cigarettes, right? Well, what if they were to take over this, this cannabis distribution network and, and really a lot of investors were not made whole by their investing? So whether you made a private investment or you buy a publicly traded Canadian company, there's plenty of risk in this space, but there might also be opportunity. Yeah, and, and to your point, I know your stat went through 2025. I have one here um, through 2026, looking at 61 billion from about 30 billion now. So really basically doubling um, within the next few years. So it really shows you the growth potential. You even have here in New York City, Eric Adams, who's our mayor, um, has been pushing about how to make those in certain areas that are using a lot of pot um, entrepreneurs on how to make money on it instead of you know, getting themselves in trouble. So um, I guess there really are a lot of great opportunities to come about, but you got to be patient. Paul Murray, thank you. PTM thank you so much. Wealth Management. Thanks. Like that shirt, too.